0: Hey guys, it's Dan the Man Martin here, and it's on education. And today we're going to talk about growth mindset. And this is part two of my podcast on this topic. And today, what we're going to do is go ahead and review a little bit about what a growth mindset is and what a fixed mindset is. And then we're going to concentrate on solutions. How do you encourage a growth mindset? Uh, with your students. So without further ado, let's get after it. Okay, so uh, what are the characteristics of folks with fixed mindsets as compared to growth mindsets? People with fixed mindsets uh, tend to be afraid of challenges. Um, They don't want to show that they're not smart, and so they'll shy away from things that they're not sure that they can accomplish. They avoid situations where uh, they can make mistakes. Uh, they feel that they're either good or bad at certain tasks and they don't feel like that they can improve uh, their ability to do things because their intelligence is fixed and they shrink when they're criticized they may have been told all along you're an a student you're so smart well they don't want to do anything to disprove their their perceptions of themselves and maybe their teacher's perception of themselves and so they avoid these hard tasks and they're afraid of failure. People with a growth mindset, they love challenges. They're not discouraged by setbacks. They always have the confidence that they can improve. Uh, they feel like their intelligence is not static, that they can always get better. And they relish feedback because that gets them closer to their goals. And so uh, we we've looked at this in the last recording And we we drew some conclusions about the research that has already been done on interventions from the data that I've read. uh, Interventions seem to be able to alter the opinions of students on their ability to learn and accept challenges. It really did. They uh, all the questionnaires, they seem to have a bump in confidence to to attack challenging uh, tasks. Uh, Evidence of improvement in academic performance were not conclusive. And uh, a lot of the studies show no improvement in grades or or uh, performance, but uh, students with poor academic performance, uh, those that were at risk, uh, seem to improve, um, and the improvements were were quite noticeable. Some of the the evidence suggests a slight improvement in performance. After these interventions, but really, the only ones that were drastic were with poor performing students. Uh, the studies were limited in their time span. Students were studied for just one year. In the art, uh, in the articles that I uh, uh, reviewed. Okay, so now we're going to look at some ways to develop a growth mindset with your students, and this comes from an article on informed ed, the informed ed web website by sarah briggs and uh, she lists 25 simple ways to develop a growth mindset the first one she says exaggerate a fixed mindset and then uh and then asks what's possible without perseverance and so um my thought would be to to look at some success stories of people that have persevered through some very difficult tasks Uh, one of one of the ones uh, that I can think of offhand is from the movie Hidden Figures, where the, the math to get to the moon uh, was developed by a group of African-American uh, ladies uh, that just hung in there like grim death. And they worked so very, very hard after setback after setback to achieve their goals. Uh, value mistakes. Uh, this is one where I think that sometimes that we fall down on with our students uh, that we don't say, hey, you know, you're, you're not getting it, but hang in there. It's that whole uh, uh, that whole concept and uh, the language it says here of, of being saying, well, not yet, you know, you haven't mastered it yet, but you'll get there. So master it conceptually, uh, talk about it, uh, from a viewpoint of this is a concept that we need to develop and you need to realize that that nothing worth having is uh, uh, worth having without great effort. So, says enjoy a challenge, adopt a growth mindset language, acknowledge and embrace imperfections. And so uh, that's one of those things where you, you recognize uh, maybe a mistake on an exam Or maybe a misstatement in class and you say, man, that was that was a really good thought, but maybe we need to look at it from a different perspective or different point of view and discuss how how the process of thinking about things, how to improve our thinking, how to uh, use data, how to uh, work the process through and be careful with our uh, calculations if you're doing math or science. Follow the research on brain plasticity. <laughs> That's a hard one to say. Uh, one of the books that I've read uh, is it, called Brain Rules. Um, and it's an excellent, excellent book. And I'll uh, put the uh, link down below so that you can get your own copy. And there are 12 different <laughs> uh, skills or things that, that, uh, that the author denotes about how the brain works and uh, encourage that with your students say you know these hard tasks are like lifting weights uh, you can't get stronger unless you lift those heavy weights or tackle those hard hard problems uh, stop seeking approval um, that's one of the things that i think that a lot of times we reward a lot in in class and uh, with our students is you have approval seeking students and that motivation to have you approve of them uh, should be shifted toward having them feel accomplishment of a task and not always seeking the teacher's approval for uh, their accomplishments value the process over the end results enjoy the enjoy the struggle (laughs) you know we they have those t-shirts now that say the struggle is real and uh embrace the suck Uh, David Goggins is a famous athlete that says to really achieve great things, you've got to enjoy the 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 process and the difficulties that you uh, are are undergoing. Cultivate a sense of purpose. That's a, a great one in life. Is that you know you're learning how to solve problems, to help people, uh, and to improve the uh, improve people's lives uh, celebrate growth with others um, you know not necessarily the A students need to be recognized but one that may be made a D on the last exam and made a high C this exam so uh, no matter what the growth is from uh, no matter where the starting place is for the student you know celebrating improvement is super important uh, emphasize growth over speed um, That's one that I had trouble with in my classrooms a lot of times is getting ahead of ourselves and and thinking that, you know, you had to accomplish uh, in a certain period of time because there was always time pressure to to get through the material. Uh, But sometimes you need to slow down and make sure uh, that your students are getting uh, the concepts that you're teaching reward actions, not traits. And so, again, uh, don't ever say, oh, you're so smart. (laughs) Say, wow, you've worked really hard. And uh, within that, redefine the word genius. And so uh, native intelligence isn't always uh, sufficient. It takes great effort to uh, accomplish great, uh, great goals. Okay, so uh, again, uh, we're continuing on with the 25 simple ways. This is uh, criticism as positive. So, you know, uh, work the problem, not the uh, not the obstacle, I guess I could say. So, uh, you know, you're you're going to be overwhelmed if you look too far down the line. So just work the work through the solutions to problems step by step and not get caught up in, oh, I'm never going to get this Uh Uh, provide regular opportunities for reflection uh this is uh, important uh you you'll want to say well instead of just telling a student that they got it wrong or marking it wrong on the paper uh, you might ask the student well what process did you use to come up with that answer and a lot of times uh, that process of reflecting on on how solutions were obtained it's great Uh, also you know how much did you study before the exam and and did you study in a quiet environment where you totally focused? what happened? You know, to cause you maybe not to master the concepts that were that were required decouple improvement with from failure. Of course, again, you know, you may have students starting at a really low level of understanding in your class and maybe making a 50 percent on an exam <laughs> means that they uh, they've learned half of it. They just don't have it yet. And so, you know, reward great effort and you know ask the student are you putting forth your best effort and if they are say well wow that's great let's keep working at it we'll get it Um, i like the relationship between learning and brain training (laughs) all right and so uh, just have the mindset that when you're working your brain you're lifting weights (laughs) so you're creating pathways and the more uh, you accomplish uh, through hard work and the harder the tasks are that you accomplish the the more you're training your brain to solve difficult problems and the brain learns and grows and makes connections through the work of solving hard problems cultivate grit Uh, make a new goal for every goal accomplished there may be times when students Um, have kind of maxed out on the content that you've uh, presented and other students in your class are still struggling to get there. Well, that that's it's got there needs to have another goal to work on, Um, maybe even if it's just teaching other students in the class or maybe it's a, a a extra set of problems or uh, you know, a lot of times what I had was the, the kids that got it quickly, they wanted to get it quickly and just, not you know, goof off. And so you should stress this brain development part and say, hey, listen, you know, you got this, but let's keep working to improve and grow and get stronger in our thought process. Take risk in the company of others. I think that that is one of those things where Uh, Students, or especially those with a fixed mindset, don't want to go up and work a problem on the board. For example, if they feel like that they're going to struggle with it and maybe celebrate those efforts or maybe put a problem on the board and struggle with it yourself and say, hey, listen, you know, we all struggle with hard problems. Let's think through this and let's see if we can solve it. Think realistically about time and effort and take ownership of your own attitude. And so. I think that that is uh wonderful um i always wanted to create a sense of urgency in my classroom uh, because i felt like if we if we didn't we wouldn't put forth our best effort and so i think you have to um, uh, work to manage your expectations but also create a sense of urgency and have students realize that they're going to have to work hard to achieve uh, their goals. All right, so now we're going to talk about some different students that have different attitudes. And our example here is a young fellow named Steve. And uh, the title here is Grades and Learning. And Steve is sitting at a desk with his hand on his forehead and looking quite bored. (laughs) So this is Steve, he is bored. Steve should have taken the honors or pre AP course. He didn't because he was afraid. He wouldn't make an A, uh, he was afraid he wouldn't make an A in the class. So he didn't take the pre AP class. Steve is making an A now, but is really not learning very much new. All right. So I've had a lot of students do that. and not all the time it's their fault. Sometimes it's their parents uh, doing is that they won't put them in the advanced placement classes because they're afraid of, of uh, lowering grade point averages. AP course is afraid uh, that she's not smart enough. She is worried about her grade point average and doesn't even like the subject much. She is having a hard time concentrating because she is so worried about her grades. And certainly I've run into students like Topeka who are struggling in an AP class and they're learning a lot, but they just don't really, they're not enjoying it because they're so worried about their grade. Now we have an example of another student and I'm going to call him Lance. And Lance is a live wire. He barely passed last year's course. This year he's making a 75 because he finally has learned how to study. His teacher loves that Lance is working hard. He feels good about his grade, even though most of his friends are doing better. His teacher encourages him, and they are both confident that he can continue to learn the material. And this is Bert. Bert is a successful businessman. And Bert has some challenges of his own because he is uh, wheelchair bound. Uh, Bert is uh, very successful and his daughter Rita is taking AP, an AP science class and is struggling. Bert knows she is working hard and is learning more than her grade reflects. He tells her to just relax and learn as much as she can. Bert's not worried about her grade point average and is proud of his daughter for her efforts. He realizes to succeed in life, one has to embrace challenges. So I love parents like Bert. I have some suggestions about developing growth mindsets in the classroom and uh, school-wide so i think that uh, you know how i said earlier that uh, growth mindset you know developing these uh, interventions is not a cure-all for poor performance Um, but having said that i think that if we start to develop growth mindsets in elementary school that that will carry over for the rest of the child's academic career. When grades are not given, everyone should not get, it says here, when grades are given, not everyone should get the same grade and that is okay. So in elementary school, a lot of times students start off in non-graded primary. And so they don't actually get grades until uh, they're in the upper elementary school. I, I don't know what grade that is, probably fourth grade or fifth grade. but. When students start to get grades, the emphasis should still be on learning and not grades. I think overemphasis of grades really hurts kids uh, and it makes it stressful for them. In the book, Brain Rules, they talk about stress really affecting learning. And if you're in a high stress situation, uh, it it tends to uh, cloud the educational process. You can't relax enough to uh, learn the material. I've certainly had uh, kids, especially in my AP classes, that are highly driven. A lot of times they're so focused on a grade that they can't uh, calm their mind enough to concentrate on the the concepts involved. And so I think that an early emphasis on grades is very harmful to kids. Uh, It says, here I pass and not yet could replace letter grades when appropriate. Maybe you even have this fall through to middle school and high school gives students a choice of taking some classes as pass, not yet so having a pass uh, fail type of program uh, might be good uh, for some ap classes uh, students could take the the class and get a passing grade uh, and uh, them not be afraid of running their grade point average one of the things i really hate is that some universities don't take weighted grade point averages Um, so um, for those of you that may not know uh, ap classes a lot of times are on a five point scale and so uh, to get a when you get a b uh, you actually get four quality points uh, on the scale of one to four and in A, you would get a five. And so you can have a grade point average above four in a weighted system. And a lot of the colleges don't accept weighted grade point averages, which I think is really uh, kind of detrimental to our cause of challenging kids and having kids take more challenging classes. Uh, have uh, an assignment-based on past, not yet, letter grade scale, students can accomplish a certain number of essential units. Then choices are given from a list of more challenging material. The essential units must be completed with a level of mastery to complete the class. Then advanced concepts can be mastered for additional letter grades. And so you could take a class and, and say, you know, you can take it pass, fail, graded. And so the student would take the class and the first part of the class, they would master the essential concepts that are evolved in the class. And then toward the end of the class, you know, as soon as they get that accomplished, then they can work on a graded course in which they could master more advanced concepts and get that four or five designation for a, for a B or an A So uh, some kind of flexibility in the grading, uh, allowing students to be challenged without them having to worry about their grade point average would be just, I think, a a wonderful system. Suggestions, okay. So some more of my pondering on what I would do if I was uh, the head education czar of the country. I would have class rankings can only be done on a weighted scale. And so no announcements of perfect 4.0 oh, unweighted grade point averages at graduation. Of course, this is for high school, maybe for uh, maybe for middle school. Also, if it's a grade at middle school, uh, find ways to recognize students for non GPA related accomplishments. I think this is really important. Not everybody is an academic and that's OK. Um, things uh, leadership awards, um, maybe present uh president of clubs, uh, FFA championships, team captains. Um, and uh, so find ways to recognize students for non-GPA related accomplishments. Uh, one of the things um, I think that we had in our school is having uh, the AP Scholar uh, designation uh, for students that have taken so many AP classes. And just generally having the mindset, you know, only get stronger by lifting heavy weights. So the the goal should be for students to challenge themselves, not to be so worried about grade point average and class rank and all that kind of nonsense, uh, but to actually uh, strengthen their skill sets and be ready for what uh, in the future to accomplish. Final thoughts. (laughs) okay? so much of what we do is antithetical to developing kids with a growth mindset. We have a set way that we design the educational experience. We set amount a uh, set amount of times for the for the subject. It's all time delimited. Uh, we set uh, grading scales. Uh, we have little or no curriculum choices. And so, the, you know, that might be a little little misleading. And people say, well, you know, you can take, you have electives that you can take and so forth. But within the core classes, we have a set curriculum to follow and uh, there's very little wiggle room for that and i understand that, that there are certain things that students have to master but maybe cut back on maybe some of the content and then have some uh, optional content and do that kind of thing where you can take the class pass fail grade which means that you have to accomplish a certain number of essential units, and then have more challenging units at the end where students can actually work for a grade for the class to help improve their point standing. Just a, just a thought, uh, developing a growth mindset is not a one and done solution. So the studies that I saw were just year interventions. And I think really to make this thing work and to help improve the attitudes of students, this needs to be an ongoing process starting at the elementary school. Other factors are involved in students performance, thus not a fix that leads to greater academic Uh performance. And so you have things like uh, uh, home life. Uh, You have challenges involved in relationships when you're in high school, Uh, all sorts of social pressures. Uh, There's other things than just academic challenges that enter into the learning process. Uh, Grades do not reflect progress and often get in the way of learning. really think that that is true if you think back through your your academic career uh, not every teacher teaches the same way not every teacher teaches the same in terms of the rigor that they present to, to students and so if a student gets a b in one class they may have learned a lot more than a student that got an a in another class uh, they're all uh, there are web pages full and programs full Rankings of professors at the at the collegiate level and people will try to take professors that are less challenging so that their grades will be better. And so I think we need to get away from that kind of mindset and not emphasize grades quite as much as learning. And so that's my final thoughts. I hope you enjoyed this presentation on growth mindset. Uh, We will continue to uh, work on finding ways for you to challenge your students and to have them develop uh, a wonderful attitude towards learning. Peace.